Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 40% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact that As far as just the overall effort It's amazing Doug I was, was wound up And it was intense And you know Cody Adcock Great job Dylan Carter was the man though I mean Dylan came in Did a tremendous job Going through that Tough order Left right I mean, super job. And, uh, you know, this is a guy that pitched two days ago and threw about 27 pitches, I think. And, you know, he throws another 60-something. We felt like it was time to get him out. Coach and I were talking. And, you know, Gage knew he was going to pitch today. And uh, he's got good stuff. Threw one hitter the other day, I think it was. And he, he was upset when we took him out. And we told him, you're going to pitch again on Sunday. You have to. And uh, <laughs> he came through for us and got us four, four really, really big outs. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Okay, welcome back. In hour two underway, Red White Report. we got Bubba Carpenter coming up in a minute. Arkansas shelled on Friday and still trying to figure things out with the pitching staff, but what a performance as coach alluded to there by the relievers, including our guy Hagan Smith. Three innings, a couple of earned runs, and helping to close out a 9-6 to victory in Game 2. And Arkansas squeaking one out, 5-4, and holding Alabama scoreless in the last three innings to do it. Behind Adcock, Dylan Carter, who took a nasty shot off his ankle, uh, and Gage Wood, who wrapped it up with one and a third scoreless and hitless. So good work by him. Here's more from Coach Van Horn on the bullpen. bullpen was great. I mean, we... We could we would be outswept if it wasn't for the bullpen. And I love good starting pitching, but the bullpen that that's going to determine if you have a good team or not because the games are one seven through nine. Uh, I mean seventh, eighth, and ninth innings is that's when games are. If you can't stop people, you got a little lead there, and you can't stop people when you get your starter out. It's demoralizing. And you know what Smith did yesterday, and then what you know Carter and Adcock and and Wood did today. I mean, it was couldn't have drawn it up any better. Looking back on it, and uh, you know, those guys—they obviously none of the guys I just mentioned will will throw at all until next weekend. But it's a short week for us because we play Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week coming up. So uh, you won't see them on the mound Tuesday, that's for sure. And and Tuesday, I play Tuesday too. Arkansas State's up next in Fayetteville. That'll be fun, I think. Yeah. That would be great. Um, were you surprised by uh, Bobby getting the start yesterday? Yes. I thought uh, Adcock was going to get it, but then once I saw him pitch on Saturday, I wasn't sure you know, how available he would be for Sunday. But if he was the first guy out of the pen, why not make him the first guy, period? Right. Not that I'm second-guessing the no, GOAT. No, no, no. no, no. no never, never. But yes, I was surprised. I, I didn't know that Bobby would get the start. The Arkansas softball team... With the sweep over the weekend of Mississippi State on the road, twenty-seven to nine overall, eight and four in SEC play, and Arkansas first series win in Mississippi State at Mississippi State since two thousand nine. So very good for them. And I guess we got uh, 
Was the Devo news after we went off the air the other day? It, it was. That was uh, late Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah, there were two weird things that happened during you know, everything that was going on. I'm like, mm, maybe we should have pumped the brakes on that. Asa Hutchinson announced over the weekend that he's going to run for president. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, maybe we wait a week on that. But that's cool. I mean, I get it. And we all were kind of expecting that. But then the Devo thing, not that it caught me off guard, and I think it's only smart to get an evaluation, right? Yeah. It's a win-win to me. Yeah, yeah go see what they say to you. And you can still come back. Exactly. And maybe they say something that he takes to heart and he just becomes that much better of a player. And Arkansas can take advantage of that next year. Or maybe, or maybe a team does fall in love with league yeah, and, and gives you a promise in the exactly. second uh, Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Talk to Bubba Carpenter. One more baseball talk? Who's in? It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. Well, Bubba, you know what they say. It ain't how you start, it's how you finish. And Arkansas did that, finishing strong in the last two games and finished the series strong after Friday was like, ooh, that's that's not what we were looking for. But anyway, welcome in. How are you? Doing well, fellas. How about you guys? We're pretty good. Pretty good down this way. It was a tough, tough week for Central Arkansas, for sure, with the storms. Um, but it's nice to have some distractions to talk about a little bit in between uh, all the chainsawing and other stuff that's going on here. But, uh, man, Friday was one like we hadn't seen much of, thankfully, this year. And, and I think it was uh, Nuke Lelouch that said in Bull Durham, it's like throwing gasoline on a fire. It just uh, started kind of poorly and didn't get much better from there. Well, Friday night was one of those nights, guys, that, I mean, you could have put Otani on the mound and <laughs> Alabama would have found ways to get hit. Everything they hit found a hole. Um, everything we threw up there, they hit. It didn't matter. Hunter Holland made some really good pitches. They found a way to put a barrel on it. If they didn't put a barrel on it, they put the handle of the bat on it. Um, they had nine hits of that were less than 90 miles an hour exit below. They're just jam shots, rollovers. Everything found a hole. And, you know, the good thing is, is the guys flushed it. They came out Saturday, played Razorback baseball, and ended up ultimately winning the series. And that's what matters. Did Hunter Holland pitch poorly? He didn't have his best stuff, but it, he wasn't horrible. Like I said, he made some good pitches, and they just hit him. And it was just one of those nights. And, um, you know, was he as sharp as he was against LSU? No, not even close. But he wasn't He wasn't that bad either. And so I expect him to go into to Oxford this weekend and, and and have a good start. So I'm not I'm not worried about Hunter Holland at all. Yeah, that was my concern. If if that was um, just one of those nights, just chalk it up. One of those nights. Yeah, you know I keep you know, I talk Exavilo all the time. Some people probably get nauseated with it, but that says a lot. How hard is the guy? How hard are they hitting the ball off of you? And they really didn't hit that many balls hard off the of Hunter. Um, you know, they had a wind-blown home run. Now, they did hit a couple balls hard. But, I mean, they was just it was just one of those those nights. And, and you've seen it on Friday nights in the SEC this year. There's been some blowout wins and losses in the, in the SEC on Friday nights. And that's something that you don't see a lot of on Fridays. Usually it's pitchers' duels. But, I mean, that's life in the SEC these days with all the veteran players. And, and look uh, – Alabama's a good team. They're they're better than I thought they were going to be, and they're a team that you, you'll you'll see them later in the year. They're going to make some noise later in the year. They're going to win a lot of series. They're tough from from top to bottom. Uh, they've got a veteran lineup. They've got one freshman in the lineup, and he's a stud. Shelton's leading their leading their team in home runs. I believe he's got twelve now. He hit one against us. Mm-hmm. Um, they're good. They're a good team. Pretty good pitching. Also, actually, really good starting pitching. So and then they got some good arms out of ten. So they're they're a good team. So it was a it was a big win for us to win the series was was huge. And the way they did it, I, I think that's encouraging too because you lose on you know game one on Friday night, you trail on Saturday, and you trailed on Sunday. They they showed a lot of uh, heart, but also just the fight that you're going to need in games. And really, you know, in the postseason, there are going to be times like this. 
It's those who who can keep their season alive by finding a way to win. That's what I enjoyed the most this weekend. Yeah, same here. I mean, I I asked, I interviewed Jake Borfin after the game on Saturday, and I said that as a team captain, did you feel like you needed to say anything to the team after Friday night's loss? And he's like, no. He said, this team doesn't really need motivation. They go out and they play hard every game. He said, Tavian, Tavian Josenberger did have some words for us today before the game to get us fired up. And he said, uh, he said it's something I probably can't say on the air, but he said it's, uh, he, he said a few things to get us fired up. And, uh, you know, we went out and took care of business. And that was after Saturday's game. And then it, they carried it over to Sunday as well. And, some huge pitching performances out of the bullpen. You know, Dylan Carter was huge for us. He threw 93 pitches in two days, hmm. um, counting Saturday and Sunday, and was just huge. And I, I love what he said. He said he told DVH and Matt Hobbs, look, give me the ball whenever you want, and I'll I'll keep it as long as you need me to. And uh, that's what you want to hear out of your guys in the bullpen. You, you want guys down there that want the ball, and I think you're starting to see that. And then, you know, Gage Woods was huge yesterday. Came in, got the final four outs. Um, against the meat of their lineup, and Gage looked really good, and so that was that's real encouraging to see that. Bubba, help me with uh, the at bat with Josenberger. He's got runners on first and third, one out, two strikes, and they call him out. Call a third strike on a pitch, or I guess it's not a pitch clock violation. It's the the batters. Uh, violation for not being ready, but he was in the batter's box. Give me this: he wasn't engaged. How do you get engaged with the pitcher? What is engaged? Because he was in the batter's box. He was, you know, messing with his bat. But I, I don't know. I didn't like that call at all. Okay, so I didn't either. I, I, I didn't like it. I think they started. It's crazy. I watch the pitch clock all the time. And sometimes they start the clock early. Sometimes they start it late. I think that was a quick. They started it quick right there. And Tavian was in the box. He looked up at nine seconds. He was in the box with both feet, and he was kind of waggling his bat. And when the clock hit nine, he raised his head up and put his bat on his shoulder. That guy was dying to make that call. I think the home plate umpire. I think he was. I think he was staring at the clock, wanting to make a big call, and and he did. Now, technically by rule, he made the right call, but it was so nitpicking, and it was so close, and it was at a huge moment in the game. First and third, one out. Um, a one-run game, that was huge right there. And so you hate to see it, but in today's game, that it is what it is. And what I didn't like about it is the pitcher was looking down at his stop, his, uh, his wristband. They were giving signs on the wristband, so the pitcher wasn't even ready anyway. And I don't know. It's, it's the rule, and we got to learn to live with it. I just thought it was kind of nitpicking on the umpire's part. Uh, Bubba Carpenter joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Bubba, I think I speak for everybody when I say we come to the ballpark to watch the umpires. So it's good that he got his moment in the sun. <laughs> well, he got his moment in the spotlight right there, yeah. Justin. Yeah. And it was, uh, I, I just feel like he wanted the spotlight on him or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, but, you, yeah. you just made, make sure you put him on in the spotlight in your own way on the broadcast. That's the key. That's what we're here for. So. Um, let me he ask, got some attention. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Let's talk about, uh, you mentioned you, met, you talked to Borfin after the game on Saturday, and then you know another home run for Wagner on Sunday. I mean, these two guys continue to just keep doing it at the highest level. It's it's amazing to me how consistently good these guys have been all year. Well, they have been. And, and Bill, Bill gave me a stat this morning. Uh, we're 8-0 we're and o in one run, or, or games decided less than two or three runs. I don't know. I've got it somewhere here. but I have a stat. Um, I can't actually tell you what the stat is, but I got one, and it's a good one. <laughs> close games, good what for Hogs. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just giving you a hard oh. time. But <laughs> Hogs have done well in close games. Is that the gist of it? Yeah, the gist of it is is, is we're undefeated in close games. Uh, three runs or less, I think, is what it is. And that just says a lot about this team and the coaching staff, to be honest with you, because, look, I don't care – I don't care what you say. Good teams win close games. Bad teams lose close games. And we've found a way to win the close games this year. And I think it's a tip of the hat to the players going out and executing when the game's on the line. And I think it's, it's, it's a lot of it goes to DBH pulling the right string. I mean, he always seems to make the right call. You know, and you look at Gage Wood coming in in the, in the eighth inning with two outs yesterday facing Williamson, their big, their big donkey four-hole hitter. Um, <laughs> 
I mean, the guy's good. Gage came in and got a huge out right there with two runners on base. And, uh, you know, Dave, Dave just seems to push the right buttons. And then you look on the flip side of it, I thought Brad Bohan had mismanaged several things in the course of the series that cost them. You know, they were trying to bunt their four-hole hitter in a situation where they had a ton of momentum, pitchers on the line, on the ropes, and he's trying to bunt his four-hole guy who, who's, who crushes the ball. And you can tell the guy had never bunted before. He looked terrible trying to bunt. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think if, I think if you just juxtapose the two, there's a huge difference in the way DVH goes about his business versus most other SEC head coaches. It's probably true. And he's had a lot of success doing it, so I think whatever he's doing is just dandy. Um, Bubba, let's talk about this week's opponent, and I'm going to talk about Arkansas State. Although, if you want to tell me who's pitching tomorrow, I'll listen to that. Okay. Well, unfortunately, let's move on. Okay. Well, it won't be Bybee. I think we can safely say that since he just threw. But um, All right, so then Ole Miss is coming up. And as my friend Pat Bradley once said, and I don't like to quote Pat too much, but he once said, when you're the defending champs, you don't have to repeat, but you do have to compete. And it has been a difficult task at best for Ole Miss in conference play. A single win in three series so far in SEC play. I'm assuming that they will be highly motivated to try to get right against the nationally ranked Arkansas team this weekend. So all the motivation in the world will help, potentially, but it may not be enough. What's your expectation for the matchup here, and what have you seen, if anything, from Ole Miss as far as their struggles go? Well, they, they haven't been very good, obviously. They're 1-8 in conference. Um, but I think you can throw the record out the door. When, when Arkansas comes to town, they always seem to, to step up their game uh, they hate losing to the Razorbacks, so I think you're going to see a you're going to see a good SEC team out there competing this week. Um, you know, I expect us to go in and win the series like I do every week, but I don't think I, I don't think Ole Miss is as bad as their record shows. I think they've just uh, they've gotten off to a bad start. And if you think about it, last year they were one of the last teams in the NCAA tournament, and they end up winning the national championship. And in my, in the way I view it, they really cost us a national championship because had we beat Dylan Delusia in that final game to get to the to the, the final series in Omaha, mm-hmm. we we beat OU and we have a national championship. Um, so I think the Hogs go in there with a little chip on their shoulder, saying, "Hey, we owe it to these guys. They yeah. knocked us out of Omaha last year, so let's let's beat down on them." I'm hoping that's the attitude that we go in with. Yeah, the, um, we we talked a lot about Arkansas's struggles offense or uh, sorry, pitching wise, Bubba, and at times defensively as well. But this is a team in Ole Miss that has given up in the three series 27 runs, 28 runs, and they gave up 20 runs this last weekend in uh, winning one out of three against A and M. So, I mean, they have uh, they've been struggling to hold teams down on the uh, from the pitching standpoint as well. Yeah, it's, it might be a good weekend to be a Razorback hitter. Let's hope. Uh, I like our offense a lot. I like our approach. And uh, I think we're going to go in there and score a bunch of runs. I really do. But, hey, let me ask you guys a question. What What's your take? I've seen I've seen two different takes on the Brad Bohan and thing. Um, what, what are y'all's takes on it? I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I mean, it, it was just him, you know, talk, trying to fire up his team. He was firing up the crowd, and he made a little gesture to the crowd and then did the, the uh, Razorback call to the crowd. I, I thought it was cool. I, I liked it. I didn't have a problem with it. From a fan standpoint, it's great when the opposing team does that and yeah. then they lose. It's great. <laughs> so, it's fine. I thought it was – it was kind of like – it almost looked like something that you would see in a movie. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you don't yeah. normally see SEC coaches do stuff like that. I mean, I, I don't think I, – I, I would never see Van Horn do something like that. And But I, I didn't have a problem with it. No, I watched it and I was like, okay, good for him. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, it looked like an opposing manager from like League of Their Own or something. Yes. Just very clowny. I funny. did this. Yeah. I was wanting Van Horn to lose his – stuff when they called Josenberger out. But he was very calm about it and you could tell he was mad but he just kind of walked away like just like, ah, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. But yeah. he was calm about it. You know, there's really nothing you can do there. I mean, the rule is the rule and it was very, it was, it could have gone either way but when you really look at it, he was about one second late engaging in quotations, yeah. the pitcher. Um, their definition of engaging the pitcher. And so, you know, there's really nothing you can argue there. But my take on Brad Bowen was, look, I've been a Razorback fan since I was a little kid. And the hog call means a lot to Razorback fans. I think for him to come in our ballpark and 
and mock the hog call, I, I, I thought was really pathetic on his part. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the fact that he came out with a ton of energy and defended his players. That's awesome. That's what I want out of my head coach. I love DVH because when something goes wrong, he'll jump out there and he'll defend his players. If he gets tossed, he gets tossed. I just thought Bohan crossed the line when he started flexing to the fans. Well, the flex was kind of cool. I like that. <laughs> but when he started mocking the hog call, yeah. I think that's really pathetic and weak. And um, it's kind of, you know, he kind of tapped into the inner uh, uh, Vitella right there. I don't know if he's taking some of the same vitamins Vitella is, but I think he kind of lost <laughs> it there for a minute. And, he did. Um, I didn't like it. As a Raceback fan, I didn't like it. I, I compared it to, I remember a long time ago, y'all probably don't even remember this. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I remember T.O. back in the day when he played for the Philadelphia Eagles going and he celebrated on the Dallas Cowboys star Yes, um, in Cowboys Stadium. And you just don't do that. Um, and that's the way I kind of felt with the whole bow-handed thing, mocking the hog call. But that's that's me. I'm a little stubborn, hard-headed, and I have a little bit of a temper. So, yeah, I didn't like it. Well, a guy just sent me this off of uh... – Social media, he says, um, during the seventh inning stretch hog call, I got Coach Brad Bohannon for the Alabama Tide to raise his hands as if he were calling the hogs with us, and then we exchanged thumbs up with one another. After the game, he was gracious enough to talk about how he loves Arkansas fans. As we make it tough to win in Bomb Stadium, he said he was actually having fun with us yesterday. The guys at Class Act in Alabama gave us all we wanted, but we took the series. So that was kind of cool to see. I'm glad that uh, if that's actually his mindset. Um, that's okay, but I, I get your point, too. I'm, just, I'm sure a lot of fans were irritated by it. At the end of the day, Arkansas won, so I, yeah. it was pretty funny then. If he mocks you and beats you, then it's not nearly as as funny. So anyway. I think it fired up. You know, I don't think it fired up. I, I asked a couple players, and, you know, it didn't fire them up, but what it did, it fired the fans up. Yeah. So I think it kind of did the opposite of what Bohan was wanting to do. He was trying to fire his team up. It fired the fans up, which fired our players up. Yeah. And I think it. I think it. I think it cost them. I really do. Yep. Well, Bubba, I appreciate kind of that poking the poking the bear. Poking the bear. You know? Don't don't poke don't poke the goat. Uh, we will talk to you later, my friend. Thank you. Enjoy your week, and uh, we'll all find all out right. together who's pitching tomorrow. Well, you guys stay safe there. Sorry, sorry about that, man. Praying for you guys and everyone in uh, Little Rock. Everything with that tornado. So we've been we've been keeping up with it here in, in Northwest yeah. Arkansas. So. Uh, you guys take care, and uh, talk to you next week. Go Hawks. All right, thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. Hey, real quick, I mentioned this earlier. Janet Jones doing hot dogs 11-2 to 2 for volunteers and folks who are affected. This is over by the Purple Cow location that was obviously you know hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, First Security Bank's grill's out there, so they're going to be cooking it up from 11-2 to 2 today. So if you want to go by, grab a bite to eat, take a little break. They're also taking donations there. I also saw that at Baker Park over in Camac Area West, uh, Armor Bank is going to be doing hot dogs this afternoon. They started at 11, so um, they are also feeding folks who have been impacted. So volunteers. Tears. You've more than earned a free hot dog, so go by and grab a bite to eat. Uh, and anybody else who wants to drop off donations, I'm sure they're accepting there as well. That's kind of been the case. A lot of good folks in the community stepping up for each other. Uh, obviously, it's not just Little Rock. It's North Little Rock, Jacksonville, Wynn, a lot of other places affected. North Little Rock Mayor Terry Hartwick is here with us. We're going to talk to him awesome. on the other side. Guatney Chevrolet has some great deals for you right now. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals. You can see all the inventory. They're still paying top dollar for trade-ins. They are actively buying previously used vehicles and they're looking for quality used vehicles for those vehicles they're paying top dollar four or five thousand dollars over book value you can sell it right there or you can trade it in and use that money pay off your note put it down on a new car that way your note's a little bit lower check out the interest rates all the deals they have at guatney chevrolet then or guatneychevrolet.com then head to the gregory street exit in jacksonville and see our friends at guatney chevrolet hoop five basketball academy presents the hoop five player and scouting report with bart reed wednesdays on drive time sports with randy rainwater on 1037 the buzz This is Sports Center. Arkansas baseball won their series against Alabama. After dropping Friday's game 12 to 1, they rebounded to win Saturday's game 9 to 6, and then Sunday's game 5 to 4. Arkansas is 23 and 5 on the season and are tied with the LSU at the top of the SEC West with a 6 and 3 record in conference. Arkansas will get back to action tomorrow as they host Arkansas State. Then they'll face Ole Miss and Oxford for a three-game series starting on Thursday. And in women's college basketball, LSU won their first national title in the sport, beating Iowa 102 to 85. Head coach Kim Mulkey won 
won the title in just her second season in Baton Rouge. She now ranks behind only Gino Oriema and Pat Summit for the most titles in women's college basketball as she has four. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well with spring rolling around to update the outside of your home. Serta Pro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal and if you're thinking about selling, get Serta Pro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Serta Pro on the case at SertaPro.com. For the best in midday sports talk and entertainment, look no further than The Zone with Justin Ankrey and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you. Now that I escape, sleep, walk away. Yeah. Those who correlate know the world they kick. Jail bars ain't golden gates. Those who fake, they break. When they meet their 400 pound made it by the world. It's 1133. Welcome back in the zone. Justin Akery and Wes Moore. Christian Weaver. Uh, Christian, are we doing a question of the day today? We did. Who's going to win the national championship tonight? Utah or San Diego State? almost forgot all about that. By the way, dramatic victory by the Aztecs that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. We've got um, the call on the game-winning shot three different ways. And so we will – may not be plugged in, Wes, getting those other ones around the underneath. Um, We will get that call to you here in a little bit. We've got uh, a few different ways to hear it. The Aztec call, the FAU call. And the Westwood One. Westwood One call. The uh, returns on our question of the day, 96% say UConn's going to win tonight. Yeah, I think people are very confident in that regard. Right. Um, Mayor Terry Hartwick is with us from North Little Rock as well to talk about what's going on on the other side of the river. And uh, I heard the morning guys with you this morning, and we want to pass along our condolences too to your community. Um, you guys are hurting with the damage, but also had a loss of life I saw. So um, it's good to see you. Thanks for coming over. I appreciate you being with us today. No problem. appreciate you having me. So, all right, well, just give us kind of an update. What's what's going on currently? I'm, I mean, I'm assuming we're, you know, starting in the cleanup mode at this point. It's going to be a long process, but where, where's the city right now? What are you all doing? Well, we get the streets clean as best, first, best as possible. And, of course, the neighborhoods are moving everything to the streets. We're trying, But here's what we did. We, the city of North Rock has a contract with a company called Crowder Gulf. So they're, uh, they're mobilizing. They'll be here. In fact, we start with our city. They've got these big, because some of these trees, Justin West, they're, they're three feet in diameter. So they've got, they're mobilized. We get it to the corner. They've got this big crane. They'll take it, pull it up, put it on these big, huge uh, trucks with trailers. <clears throat> We're taking it to Burns Park. We've got sites set up for them to take it, to turn it up, sawdust it. And then we even got sites for people who are doing their own thing set up in that area. So 
we can we're lucky we had an insurance policy that said as soon as and these people started here they were here i'm having loose track of my days i think they were here saturday okay and then so and then we have a guy who works with fema uh his name's tommy so he, we've got that working so we're kind of ahead of the the cycle so yes electricity went from fifteen thousand to twenty five hundred and like what 60 hours that's what's phenomenal what and it's not just us we found out Friday night we couldn't do it by ourselves so we it's Conway Clarksville Russellville Jonesboro of course energy's involved ours is involved I think there's seven different communities or cities coming in to help wow Jonesboro's point of so I may have forgot but, yeah you said but anyway so that's happening we've got a contract the people here the volunteers are pulling their stuff to the street but we and, and I just had Greg Paluski of course with our superintendent of schools he's got teachers but he's not let, we can't run the buses because there wasn't enough room to, the, to get them through some of the routes so mm-hmm. we're trying to cover all the bases we're very organized Mike Davis my chief of staff along with all the in fact I said Mike you take you keep at the command center I'll get back to the city because guess what I was out Saturday night I didn't have a place to stay so I went down and made some food at the Wyndham and a lot of guys, people come and say, hey, Mary, how you doing? I said, fine, it's been tough. And they go, what? Well, they, I said, the tornado. They go, oh, yeah, well, see, a lot of part of our cities, you go to Rose City, places like that, they're normal. Mm-hmm. So they know it, but they just don't know the magnitude of what happened. Then you go over to Sonora, Nicole, uh, Flint Rock, Osage, and you know it's utter destruction. So when I, when I walked the uh, Sonora area with uh, the governor, she had a person who works with her lived in Sonora, and it's... Mm gone yeah what your house was it my house was not okay uh in fact if you go silverwood trail and you go down my to towards my house and frank's house which is it i guess it stopped about six houses from us and that's so wild it is so wild that's crazy i mean you and what's so funny my trash cans didn't grow over <laughs> because they pick up our trash on friday yeah i didn't get home friday night but the people were telling me i had the neighbors saying terry your trash cans are still standing up there so mm-hmm. uh <laughs> It's, you're very thankful. And I was telling West ago, there was a house on Sonora that we walked. And it, it walked, there was one house, not a shingle off the roof. The next house right next to it, shingles are gone. The now house next to that, the roof is gone. And the house next to that, the house is gone. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you mentioned power already. Um, what about the rest of the city services? And, uh, and let me go back to the school thing for a second before we move on from that. If you've got people that are displaced, and maybe they're having to stay, I heard a, a family that called in today, they're staying with family members in Cabot. So if you're out of school, I mean, what are you doing as far as um, any kind of, and, and obviously with COVID, we had the whole distance learning thing. Are you, I'm sure you're making accommodations for students who've we been do. displaced. Yeah. Well, we, not only students, but families. We've opened our community centers up, got cots there and everything, and that's at the big one, the North Rock Community Center. So we've got cots, we've got people staying there, we're putting them there. Uh, it's a, it's a, I guess you might say a family by family experience. So we've got we've got places for them to stay. We've got so many volunteers. We've got command post at Military Mark Arthur, and we've got one at Osage, and I think that's Incas or Comanche. I'm trying to remember which street it is. So we've got a lot of volunteers. I even talked to Janet Huckabee today. She's got something setting up. So so many people are coming to help. Yeah, and that's kind of amazing that you. And I was before I went home last night. I finally got some sleep last night. I went to two or three stops, and neighbors are out on the street cooking people coming up yep. so how do, how do people help without getting in the way i think that's always the we concern. have we have a volunteer spot for instance there's one there at the levy church of, uh, and uh, edwards food giant down in that area mm-hmm. a big parking lot so they go to those spots they can pick up our volunteer to help and then we kind of say here's where you need to go and that's where it doesn't get confused and meanwhile the churches uh you cannot say enough about mm-hmm. all the churches not just one but several churches who's come out and say what can I do? They brought their chainsaws. They they're picking. It's a, and I when I went out the first night, and Saturday morning, you can't imagine the debris that's everywhere. Now our streets are clean. The debris is on the side, ready for this company called Crowder Gulf to come pick it up and yeah. get it out. And we're not limited to just debris from, but it has to be North Rock residents. I'll say they. It, it's one of these things where, and I do know that I think Sherwood talked to these people and they're hiring them, but we can't have people coming in from Lone Oak saying. Hey, let's just dump it here. Yeah. <laughs> so and so, I have a curfew going on. I guess you knew yeah. that. I'm going to extend the curfew tonight at a special council meeting for another two nights. And what, what's the curfew? Uh, if you it's eight o'clock, you're okay. off, off the street. Dark. Gotcha. And then it comes back on at six. 
I will say the best thing our electric department did, just is we got all the stoplights working. That's impressive. That was. Yeah. One of the big things is going to be now rebuilding. Yes. What does the city do as far as uh, how can they help with everything that has to be rebuilt? And I'm, I mean, homes, Well, that's where FEMA and comes in and your insurance comes in and things like that. We have, like I say, I have, uh, I saw where CAW is extended. If you're late on your water bill and all that stuff, it's not going to be enforced. Even our own electric department, you call us if you're having problems. So, And I talked to our planning department this morning and said, everything you thought about doing as far as Building permits, get it done and extended for not in, in compliance. We're just extending everything, understand it is an emergency. So you still got things we got to keep on doing because I said some parts of the city didn't get hit, but the other parts that are mm-hmm. needing help, we're going to help them. Yeah. Talking, talking to Terry Hartwick here in the studio, if you're just tuning in, uh, in North Little Rock Mayor, where were you when all this was going down? Believe it or not, I heard about our emergency services started calling me. So I flipped on the TV set, I sat to City Hall. I started telling people to go home, get out of here about 1.30. I said, get, get us out of here. I said, we got to man the phones. But anyway, I stayed there. So I had a couple people come up to my office. We could see it out my window to the west. Mm. And we're watching it. And we're watching it. And then all of a sudden, it kind of went to behind the building right across from me. So we had the TV on. And what's the, And I don't remember what channel. But they said, it's going across the Arkansas River. And the next thing I heard, it's in Burns Park. Mm. So, uh, it tore up Burns Park, guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my one heart park, the inclusive park, the, <laughs> we just had two new uh, rides at Funland. There's some place between Funland and maybe Jacksonville. Oh, so, man. It, it's, 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 but it's, our park is shut down. I've shut down Burns Park, but we're using it to take up the trees. They'll mulch them. We have sites, those big asphalt pads where you play soccer, where you park. We're using them for, sites where you can take your degree where it's yours or we pick it up so we've got it all there and, and we'll separate from i mean there's metal poles there's think about trampolines i mean trampolines took a big hit yeah so but we're using our burns park area so that'll be pick up from the neighbors take it there dispose of it it just makes sense what's the timeline i mean for the golf course for I've events s- soccer baseball <laughs> softball uh i'm looking at least two weeks now i'll reevaluate um okay. I mean, you know how I love my golf. Yeah. How, the trees on the golf course, I guess, a lot were wiped out? It's not the trees on the golf course. It's the trees. It didn't quite hit them because it was just, I would say, to the south and maybe to the east. But when it crossed into Burns Park in the river, it hit the, I guess, baseball. Our baseball fields are gone. Uh, mm-hmm. It hit Funland. So you can see it was just a little bit north of that. And you know in a tornado, as I was telling you, you can be 100 feet from it and not feel anything, but the other side of it, it you're just completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. But our beautiful park, Burns Park, looks like a big, giant man with a weeder just went through and wiping trees down. Mm. Uh, our, our our baseball field, the, the Savile field, it has no fence. It's pretty well torn up. The tennis courts are pretty well okay. The golf course is, but the problem is it's so much debris there. We have a brand-new fire station that we're about to announce April 15th. It was going to be complete. What we're hearing now is the, the wind lifted the roof, which cracked the foundation. Mm. So what was about to happen in 15 to 20 days goes backwards now, maybe two or three months. Sure. Um, that's wild. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, but back to what your request was, golf courses, I've suspended everything for two weeks, and I'll look at it. Yeah. And it's not that that course is that bad it's really not it's getting to it what's in front of it that's right. the key so do you have insurance on all these things all these different properties yes so you guys will be covered on all the rebuilds and all that yeah what we're really proud about is that the mayors <clears throat> our city we had a policy so as soon as this thing hit as i was telling you, this company called crowder gulf they were on here they've been on site since um saturday night sunday morning we had our our uh, staff meetings they're actually implementing their trucks they'll be here tonight tomorrow and we start cleaning up wednesday and we can't we could not do it by ourselves just like our electric um the first thing our electric did is i told you fifteen thousand. now we're down 25 but we contacted jonesboro's kicked in as i told you conway's kicked in i mean energy's kicked Mm -hmm. in and i could go on on so we can't do it by ourselves but back to the trees and we learn from past events let's put it that way do you have an estimate on when energy will be restored to everybody well, if we keep going like this, the biggest part is Amboy, I'm telling you. Amboy was 
really, really hit hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got huge, I'm talking about big steel poles that are gone. Yeah. So we're working there heavy. Can I tell you exactly? We're hoping by next Tuesday. Okay. But if it's sooner, yes. But it's 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 quite catastrophic. What about for people who want to donate? We talked about volunteers. What about um, donations? Anywhere you're You go on our websites. We've got volunteers coming from everywhere. That, like I said, the churches are way out front. I mean, they're cooking. They're volunteering. They've got chainsaws i mean so i would say go to your church yeah and then but it's on our websites all that it's hard to uh, we keep our website updated i thought the best thing to do is communicate don't 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 tell them it's going to be two days before the power's on tell them the truth right it's going to be a week <clears throat> if we get it sooner hey we did good right so we're we're said all channels even the chamber of commerce i just went to there and say i want you to start putting stuff out our websites and again Y'all guys, the TV stations, I know this morning about 7 o'clock at our Justice Building, all three channels were there. So the more you can say and tell the truth about, the better you are. And if it says that if we're going to be out, as I said, for golf for two weeks, if I get it back in a week, I did good. But be be prepared. It could be two weeks. All your power. Like I said, I just got a call from our Ryan Wilson, and Ryan told me we were at 2,500. Think about it. This thing happened Friday afternoon. I know we're in day four, but that's probably only 60 hours from ago. Right. And we've gone down 12,500. remarkable. It is. Um, one last thing I want to ask you about, and this is unfortunately something that goes with it, and I saw um, Tim Griffin was tweeting about price gouging. And it's still kind of early in the game to be talking about that, probably. But he, he says uh, he's going to be harsh about that. And I'm sure it's something you guys look out for as well. And then looting, I mean, that's always a concern, too. That's the curfew. Yeah. So, yep. and you film. Have well, you guys done our police okay are working 12 to 12. Yeah. If you go into the areas that have been hit, there's a policeman there. And he'll go, can I see your ID? Where do you live? Mm-hmm. So, and with the curfew, if it's past, I had a lady call me and she says, I didn't have my li- my driver's license on me. <laughs> And she said, I had to walk five blocks because, and I said, I'm sorry. I hope you understand. She said, no, I'm, I'm fine because my house is safe. These policemen are there. Um, our policemen, they are stepping up 12-hour shifts, 12 on, 12 off. And mm-hmm. we still got, that's why I was telling, I think it was West while ago, I went, I didn't have a, any power, so I went out to ease. I was telling you, people are coming up, hey, you doing, Mayor? A lot of the city doesn't. They know we had a tornado, but unless you're there, yeah, it's kind of like us when we hear something say in Wisconsin. Sure. Oh. Well, and some of the some of the neighborhoods are not hit at all. It's crazy. No, and then it you is. Go, and it's just you go to other neighborhoods and it's, it's it's wiped out. You think about a big spear going to our city, my, my beautiful city, and it's uh, 500, 400 yards wide and five miles long. So you, it's like you got stabbed, but it's other parts of your city this body mm-hmm. is going oh i feel fine yeah you didn't stop me i mean i'm still out here <laughs> so it's 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 unreal how yeah. bad it is that some people don't realize it uh did you go through this before in your previous uh mayoral trip i was mayor before we nothing had this disastrous i mean we had some things but nothing like this mm-hmm. I, in fact the only thing i can remember that was even close to this was maybe oh i guess it when uh, i think pat was mayor Mayor Hayes. Yep. Uh, it went through and hit the airport out there, North Rock Airport, and, mm-hmm. and did some bad damage there. In fact, I was at the airport that night mm-hmm. that hit. Uh, so, but nothing like this. Do you have it's, an estimate on the number of homes? Five to six hundred. Okay. Yeah. Well, let us know what we can do. We want to obviously keep spreading the word. So you are. You're doing it right now. Communication is the best thing. Don't sit there and say. My power is going to be on. No politician, nobody in our in our city is going to sit there and say you'll have your power on in another hour. Mm-hmm. We're kicking butt, but it's. I'm not going to lie to any people. It should. It could be another four or five days for yeah, people. For sure, Mayor. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. Y'all. Appreciate y'all. All right, it's Terry Hartwick. It's 11:49. NLR proud. You're doing a good job. Appreciate you always. Thank All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. Wrap up our second hour in the zone. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. 
Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Listen for birthday trivia in the zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill. Award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton is now open for lunch on Sundays. Take exit 108. Did you hear about Taco Bell's apology? Yeah, they apologized for going too far with their breakfast. Like the naked egg taco and chicken biscuit nachos? It was too much. All you need in the morning is tasty, simple food. Like the breakfast crunch wrap. Fluffy eggs, melty cheese, sausage, crispy hash browns, wrapped in a warm tortilla. Or, as some call it, a breakfast crunch thing. Grab one today, only at Taco Bell. At participating U.S. Taco Bell stores during breakfast hours only until 11 a.m. While supplies last, contact local store for hours and participation, which vary. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Are you watching the Lotto Jackpot? It's over $2 million, and some lucky Arkansas player is going to win it all. Get your ticket today at any Arkansas Scholarship Lottery retailer or on the Jackpocket app. It could be a life-changing decision, but there's only one way to find out. There's a lotto drawing every Wednesday and Saturday. Get your ticket and play for this more than a $2 million jackpot. Good luck, lotto players. Call or text 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. playing with three fouls. Clark separates and knocks down another. A title game record 7-3 for Caitlin Clark. And the Clark family enjoying the show once again. Cola. Cola hands it off. Carson breaks it in. My goodness. Angel Reese has something about it. Her personality. She contagious. She makes oh oh in her <laughs> Hey, why not? Hey, listen. Hey, why not? If, if you, you dish it, it, you gotta be able to take it. That's actually why I don't dish it. <laughs> I can't take you it. You gotta take it too. Morris has to get it across. Kim Mulkey in year two has orchestrated a turnaround for the ages. Has captured its very first national championship. All right, there you go. Here's some sports. LSU, your national champion in women's basketball tonight. We will crown a men's champion, and we will talk more about that game coming up in the next hour. After the game, there was a lot of talk about the, uh, I would call it taunting by Angel Reese. if nothing else, the bravado, I guess, of one of LSU's stars giving Caitlin Clark the you-can't-see-me gesture that Caitlin Clark had just done during the Louisville game. And she was pointing to her ring finger, too, I guess, and let her know that she didn't get one this year. But Caitlin Clark did have a phenomenal season. Here's Angel Reese on the gesture, which seems like it's been talked about ad nauseum since the game was over. Were you sitting on the... Oh, I was waiting. <laughs> You sitting on the, I tell you, I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> Me? At what point were you waiting to pull out this? Man, this is kind of a Kevin Clark, Clark is a hell of a player. Incredible. Player for sure. But I don't take disrespect lightly. And she disrespected Alexis. And my girls, 
love someone, they still my SEC girls too. But y'all not gonna disrespect them either. So I had, I mean, I wanted to pick her pocket, but I, I had a moment at the end of the game, and that was just I was in my bag. I was in my moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're planning, uh, planning. I don't know disses. I guess now that's what we're doing. Whatever. I guess that's. Uh, I don't know. I loved it. Oh, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, I like it too. I don't. I will say, here's the thing. I didn't like Caitlin Clark's deal in the game before where she was kind of being disrespectful and basically waving at a shooter who was open on the perimeter that basically saying you can't shoot. Just play the game. Um, the can't see me thing, to me, that was her. That's basically popping your jersey, puffing your chest out a little bit. This was a little different to me in the fact that she was basically doing it towards her in her face, kind of not right in her face, but close to her mm-hmm. and taunting, more taunting than it was just a celebration of your own place. I didn't like it as much, but it's I didn't have a huge issue with it. And again, Caitlin Clark is definitely a girl that plays a lot of bravado. Oh, yeah. And so I think she can probably take it as well as anybody can. And she did. I mean, she took it. Yeah, she didn't even pay well, attention no, to her. She just blew her off. Yep. If she's not raising a stink about it, why is anybody else? Yeah. The thing. I think if, if she had done it to herself, and kind of been walking around, like walking off like Caitlin Clark did when she did it, I don't think people would react the same way. But she was, it was so directed directly at Caitlin Clark, which we knew was directed to Caitlin Clark, even without yeah. her doing it right to her. It, but again, we're real, we are kind of splitting hairs a little bit. It's it's whatever. I don't like any of it in the game. Just play the game, kick butt, do your thing. Ella, she was brilliant yesterday. They played phenomenally. Um, so give them a lot of credit. But anyway. Ella, she was 11 of 17 from the three-point line. Yeah. It's pretty they are a terrible outside shooting team. 11 of 17. Yeah. I, I watched the regional semifinal game with a LSU fan. They're like, we're the worst outside shooting team in the country. I'm like, no, really, we're the worst. Watch. Watch this. And it was it was horrendous. And they only made three in the semifinal game. You only got to be great once. 11 of 17. They, they, they pulled a, a Villanova, basically, and had a great, unbelievable, for them, shooting night. I thought it was weird how LSU felt like they, they were mad because another SEC team got disrespected by Iowa. I thought that was weird. I was like, what do you care? But okay, cool, whatever. And I'm sure some of the players know each other and have played together growing up and all that. That's fine. Caitlin Clark was still the best player in the tournament and the best player in America this year by far. I want my legacy to be the impact that I can have on young kids and the people in the state of Iowa. And I hope I brought them a lot of joy this season. I hope this team brought them a lot of joy. I understand we came up one win short, but I think we have a lot to be proud of and a lot to celebrate. Uh, And I was just that young girl, so all you have to do is dream. You can be in moments like this. You know, we talked about this before the games, and a lot of people looked at us like we had two heads, that we were more excited about seeing the Iowa-South Carolina potential upset and watching the women's games here down the stretch with Caitlin Clark's involvement. The great year for women's basketball. And honestly, now that it's all gone on, didn't see either one of the two men's semifinal games, do not care at all. Don't feel like I missed much. I would have liked to have seen the San Diego State finish. Would have been great. I saw the, the shot live thanks to... Josh Neighbors. Well, UConn did what we expected them to do, and now they match up for the final. We'll talk more about that in our final hour. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Month